0: Welcome, everybody, to this special late-breaking news for the Casting for Fun podcast. I am obviously your host, Albert Pineda. Uh, I'm not sure why I decided to do this. This is actually kind of interesting and fun for me. Uh, But there's actually late-breaking news that I need to insert into this week's episode of the the podcast for uh, February 21st, 2023, with my conversation uh, with uh, uh, Tim Welling in regards to Major League Soccer and the LA Galaxy. Uh, I could have just left well enough alone. I mean, the episode's done, it's recorded, it's edited, and In fact, I'm just a few hours away from actually posting it. But I just received some late-breaking news, and uh, I, I saw on the website Upbeat.com, which is the website I use for uh, royalty-free music, so I use all my music for my, my episodes from that website in case anybody was interested. I saw that the website offers a, a late-breaking news theme song, so I wanted to try it out and actually insert this into the episode, even though it's done, it's ready to go. But it is late-breaking news that I wanted to share really fast before we get to my conversation with Tim. Uh, The LA Galaxy uh, have officially come to terms and signed a contract with uh, uh, Tyler Boyd. I'm sorry, later on on this episode, this conversation that you'll hear. But I also wanted to touch on just very briefly, Major League Soccer officially announced their playoff structure for uh, the 2023 season. And obviously with the deal with Apple TV+, Plus. Uh, they want to get as many playoff games as possible. So I think it's actually going to be a really cool thing. Uh, if teams get past the, uh, wild card round, uh, when they make it to the first round of the playoffs, it's going to be a three game series that won't feature any ties, which is pretty cool. Uh, for me personally, I'm, I'm a huge uh, fan of major league soccer, huge fan of the game of soccer, but I'm a hardcore American too. <laughs> so I, I called, I prefer calling the game soccer as opposed to football. Uh, and I like the idea that we're going to kind of Americanize things and actually get rid of the, the away goal rule for a two leg series, which is kind of confusing, I think for American sports viewers. So it's just simply going to be a best uh, two out of three series. No, no, no ties. Uh, if the game is tied at the end of regulation, they go straight to penalty kick. So there will be a decisive winner. And it also means that every team that makes it past the, Uh, A wildcard round for the playoffs is guaranteed to host uh, a a playoff game in their stadium, which I think is a really cool, awesome thing as well. So, again, I just wanted to add that late-breaking news. If this news had broken uh, on Sunday, uh, the 19th of February, when Tim and I were recording this podcast, we for sure would have been discussing playoffs. But it just broke today, on Tuesday, when I'm releasing the episode. So, anyways, without further ado, here we go. The Casting for Fun Podcast. The show that talks about entertainment, sports, music, and inspirational stories for all to enjoy.
1: We're glad you could join us today. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Canada.
0: Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Casting for Fun Podcast. I'm your host, Albert Pineda. This is for uh, February 21st, 2023. For this week's topic of conversation, I want to jump into LA Galaxy Soccer Club. Uh, Major League Soccer is about to kick off their new season starting uh, this coming Saturday, uh, the 25th, if I'm not mistaken, February 25th. Uh, with a really huge game to start it out, uh, the Galaxy taking on the reigning MLS Cup champions, uh, LAFC. <laughs> uh, I'll never like get tired of like my disdain (laughs) but regardless though it's going to be a really awesome fun game uh but there is some interesting things to talk about when it comes to la galaxy particularly what's been going on with upper management uh sightings that they've been able to uh procure or not actually secure rather uh and and of course the big story right now going on with major league soccer is the launch of uh Uh, the partnership between Major League Soccer and Apple TV to stream every single game from every single team on the the Apple TV uh, app, which is really, really exciting and fun. So I dive into this conversation about the LA Galaxy and Major League Soccer with my good friend Tim Welling. Tim's returning to the show. Uh, I know he loves the team as much as I do, so it'll be a fun conversation to go ahead and talk to him about it. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, though, I do want to introduce my daughter, Avery, who has something really cool to say. Avery.
1: LA Galaxy.
0: Thank you. Good job, sweetheart. <laughs> I taught her that LA Galaxy chat, and she had a blast the, the one time I took her to a game. So I'm definitely looking forward to taking her games in the future. And it's going to be interesting to see how the season plays out <laughs> with some of the things going on with the team. And Tim and I are going to get into well. Okay, so here is my conversation with Tim Weldon. Uh, in regards to the LA Galaxy, Major League Soccer, and Apple TV+. Returning to the Casting for Fun podcast is a very good, awesome friend of mine. It's Tim Welling. Tim, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing, doing good too. Uh, I'm really excited that we can sit down and have a conversation about the LA Galaxy. Uh, like we just mentioned off, off the recording that Uh, there aren't as many as I would like. Uh, I I know soccer in general is, is rising in popularity, but it kind of seems that most people say if they like a a club team, it's usually one of the big European teams. But whenever I hear someone likes an MLS team, I just get really excited about talking about it.
1: So. (laughs) No, I'm right there with you. I mean, like, I mean, as you know, like, I mean, most of the skills out there when, when you're talking about like the best of the best. So, I mean, that draws in, like, obvious, Like if you're looking for the best and you want to see the best, like, form all the time, like, by all means, like, European soccer is where it's at. But, I mean, like, mm-hmm. for me, it's, like, you know, it's that local, like, you know, it's, I'm here, I'm living here, this is my culture, and, you know, so the local team, it's, like, I don't know, it's, like, I guess any, any European person is supporting their local team, like, on the smaller, because there's a lot of other leagues out there in Europe that are, you know, less big than the premier league or La Liga. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. LA galaxy all the way. I'm all about it. (laughs) Awesome. Very cool, man. Very cool. You
0: know, it's actually pretty exciting to see that just how it's grown, like obviously in popularity, but also grown in just its ability, which is pretty cool that in the past, there've been former uh, world cup winners who have come over to play for the, for major league soccer, such as uh, Thierry Henry, uh, Kaka, who, who I guess technically didn't play on the field for Brazil in 2002 but technically was on the team uh uh, andre pilo for italy david Villa for spain but actually i I apologize for not knowing his name but there was a a man who plays for argentina who just won the world cup with messi who currently plays for atlanta united which is really exciting so it's the first time that there's been a mls player actually be on a world cup winning team when when they won it
1: so yeah and i think he's pretty young too he's like under i think he's got to be like under 21 I, I i don't recall his name either but i remember you know it's 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 sort of notable especially yeah, yeah first mls uh active roster person yeah. to participate in the world cup so i mean and win so <laughs> we <Which is> really <laughs> excited so yeah i want on it also <laughs> yeah, yeah so so definitely yeah uh, yeah one i'm really
0: excited to get to talk la galaxy with you but of course that also means talking the good and the bad so i'm yeah. a, mo- a good portion of my Listeners probably aren't aware of some of the bad things going on with the team right now, but whether it's good or bad, I think just having a conversation about the team is pretty interesting and fascinating. So I definitely want I'm looking forward to talking Major League Soccer galaxies, particularly with you. And, of course, talking about the, the deal with Apple TV, which is really exciting that we're going to get into that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so really quick, though, I was actually curious for you, Tim, did you enjoy watching games on, on uh, Time Warner and Spectrum when, when the Galaxy made the leap to, to that cable network? Uh, is that something that you enjoyed? Because I know that was kind of a contentious point with some fans to have to sign up
1: specifically for Spectrum in order to watch uh, certain games. Yeah, so I guess I let me give you my background with Galaxy. I mean, it sort of ties into that whole question. really, okay, Yeah. Actually. Um, so, like, I would, I'm actually kind of a new, a newer soccer fan, a new old soccer fan, I'll say. So, okay. um, I haven't always watched soccer, but I've always, when I grew up, soccer is always my favorite sport to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the one that I participated in the longest. I mean, because when I was, like, really young, I started, like, Little League, all that stuff. But, like, soccer stuck around for me. And I went and, and played, like, at GYS, like, Lindor Youth Soccer, you know, the mm-hmm. local city league um and for like as long as i could i think i aged out like 16 or 17 i forgot what the age but um Mm -hmm. anyhow like i wasn't um i wasn't a galaxy fan growing up necessarily but like the first game i went to it was it was sometime in it was like 2008 or 9 i couldn't remember but it was i was actually with my wife denise and her family they took me to to my first game actually with, uh, where I saw galaxy and, uh, and yeah, we saw Beckham, uh, Landon Donovan. Um, and for me, yeah, like I'd always played soccer, but never really watched soccer. And I knew that, you know, the best, the best soccer teams out there were in Europe, but, um, I didn't think too much of watching soccer or any sport in general, because I was, I was a bit of a cat. Like I, I wasn't a sports guy per se. Um, but, anyhow i i guess to fast forward through all that i you know i always loved playing soccer but never really watched a whole lot of it but i became a fan during really like became a fan during covid um i was i was looking for like something to get into and i was like yeah like, I don't know, I just felt a little unfulfilled, maybe, like, in in some aspects of life. I was like, how do you? how, how I was like, what would make me more well-rounded as an adult male? I like, I don't know, maybe watching sports or something. So anyhow, that's when I started watching uh, Galaxy and, and soccer. And I just, I just jumped in, you know, I figured I started with the Galaxy because there's the old team, like, you know, I, I was interested in them before a little bit, like, you know, I went to actually see them and I was like, well, um may as well start local when you're going to start watching like and you're going to choose a team out of a hat you may as well make it local yeah um but that's that's sort of how i got into it and so when i had gotten into in 2021 yeah um spectrum yeah so i wasn't yeah i i'm not like a super i mean i don't know like i'm i'm a millennial kind of the cord cutting generation you know the, Mm -hmm. the start of that so like yeah like signing up for spectrum like i never i never yeah i i've never signed up for a cable package before um just because like yeah (laughs) but um but it was kind of nice because last year in particular like you didn't even have to have spectrum in order to watch it they they put they started putting the games online on galaxy's website Mm -hmm. i think sometime last year so that became so in one way it's anyhow to answer that question like not a fan of spectrum because i didn't yeah i don't want to sign up for something separate but once they you know once the 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 deal was going to be ending and they started putting the games online all the spectrum games then it sort of became really handy actually where i could just i knew i could tune in that week and i didn't have to like worry about what channel is on i was like okay oh it's a spectrum game like oh they're showing it on the website i can tune in and watch it there um so yeah mixed feelings overall about it and something i like, you know Uh, MLS season pass is definitely like Probably for people like me in mind And I don't know, other cord cutters Who are sort of like um, You know, don't want to Don't want to get into a cable package You know? Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, this is a long answer, but. <laughs>
0: no, no, it's perfect. Thanks a lot, Tim. So, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, uh, I had signed up for Time Warner Spectrum when Allison and I first got married because it also meant, you know, getting Lakers and Dodgers, which we all wanted to watch. But right. I mean, the cost for, for cable just got astronomically high. I was just like, I, I can't do this anymore. Uh, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> we, we ended up cutting the cable cord about a, a full year before COVID hit. And I'm imagining a lot of people did. Uh, because streaming just went up the rise because of uh, COVID, but yeah. but I, I did like how Spectrum actually pre- presented the backstage galaxy. So it was cool segments that if you really love the team, you can get additional content. So in that regard, Spectrum was pretty cool. Just uh, the price, which is too much.
1: Yeah, they like that, that. That's another good thing about it is that they're able to provide like a local spin. Whereas like if you were to catch the game on ESPN or like Fox or something like, you wouldn't necessarily get like you know a local viewpoint when watching the game because like Spectrum's like totally like california or la you know market mm-hmm. um but yeah Wait, so
0: that brings up to the next point for apple tv so i mean i when i heard the news that they were going to be partnering up together i was absolutely ecstatic when i heard it just the concept that uh just pay a fee and that you could get every single game no blockouts uh n- never have to worry about being in the 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 specific like market for that team so i mean even if you wanted to catch any mls team regardless if it's your favorite team uh so again the idea was really enticing to me but like you mentioned tim it can be kind of difficult and challenging for those who maybe aren't that ver- well versed with streaming uh but again i think the target audience right now for major league soccer is the millennials and even the younger like uh, gen z uh, yeah, And maybe even people like me, like, you know, the, the older millennials or like very tail end of a Gen X, whatever you want to call me. <laughs>
1: yeah. So,
0: so I guess what, what were your thoughts when you heard the, the news that Apple was going to be partnering with Major League Soccer for a 2.5 billion 10 year deal?
1: I mean, yeah, overall, I I had no problems with it at all. I was I was very excited as well, because like, yeah, I mean, when it came down to it, like, I mean, just like most of, most of the sports really like in any, in any league, you know, maybe there'll be, you know, some games on this channel on these days, maybe some games will be covered by these channels on these days. And you just don't really know who's going to be covering it. Like you have to, you know, you have to look at the schedule every week or, you know, every, every other week, however far apart games are between each other, just to find out which channel it is to locate it. And something like Apple, uh, apple tv and partnering with them yeah just you know one-time fee or monthly fee whatever your flavor is Mm -hmm. and tune in you know you know the game's going to be in one place every week um don't have to search high high or low for it you know it's just it's going to be there and yeah like that that's definitely the biggest draw and the biggest yeah like for the cord cutting generation it just it makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I like the the, the interface for, for the app. So I mean, it launched a few weeks ago, which was pretty cool. So mm-hmm. the fact that you can just search by any team and then they have already exclusive content for that particular team, uh, you can even search like they have pre, I mean, recorded and uploaded every single uh, Major League Soccer uh, MLS Cup championship game, which is really cool as well so really? oh, yeah okay. yeah so if you yeah search for the la galaxy and then you can kind of come up with all the content they have every single galaxy game that where they participated in mls cup you can watch in its entirety oh, okay. which is really cool
1: okay yeah i'll have to check that out i saw that they had last year's mls cup on there but i didn't know that they did the previous years That's oh pretty yeah cool every, every single game. one which is pretty cool yeah that's that's wild yeah i'll have to check that out <laughs>
0: So, so again, I think they're offering a lot of enticing content for for those who are fans of the league, and if you have a particular team you really enjoy, it's awesome and great. Uh, The drawback I can kind of see would be for for casual watchers, Uh, so maybe the, the slightly older generation who maybe have cut the cord but haven't necessarily grown up specifically with digital content because I know sometimes people will just channel surfing, like, oh, something's on. Oh, a soccer game's on. Let me watch that. You can't really do it that way anymore. You almost have to, like, uh be going there specifically to watch it
1: yeah yeah because i mean like i don't know i i think i think it's a good way of doing it like because it's it's really something different um you know just unifying all the games under one single house Mm -hmm. like that's never really been done before like in any like sports league i mean to my knowledge yeah um so it makes it it just makes it so handy in that way and i mean like yeah like I don't know. I think like a casual, like as far as like growing something like MLS, you're not, I really don't think you're going to find like get very many new watchers just by like a casual viewer. That's just channel surfing, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, you might be channel surfing, but I mean, there's so many cord cutters already. So I mean, like, what are you going to be surfing? I mean, it's going to be like Netflix or something first off, I mean, for this generation. Um, Yeah. But like, yeah like so anyhow just putting it all in one one house like one roof and just like it makes sense for like the cord cutting generations but like so like and like you said i don't think it's necessarily like like i don't know it's it's definitely for like probably younger viewers in mind but just like more tech savvy mm-hmm. viewers but as far as like what the fans want i think this is like exactly what most fans want i mean I don't know that's that's what i think though
0: <laughs> oh no, you're absolutely right because again like the point we brought up about no no block dates that sometimes it would be yeah. frustrating that uh I, I cut spectrum i'm watching the game on espn oh awesome but then the next game no it's on spectrum you don't get it so that that part was kind of frustrating so the fact that i can get every galaxy game that i want at any time which is really really great and very enticing yeah. To make yeah and then one. like
1: yeah, and then there's still like and they're still able to to like drag in a few of the casual viewers because you know some of the games will be on Apple TV Plus, just for the normal Apple TV subscribers who aren't, yeah. you know, subscribing to MLS season past, you know, you might catch a game here or there on, on the Apple app. And and they even show you too, like if you were just like curious what what games would be on there, like if you look at like Galaxy Per se, or any of the teams, it'll actually tell you on the on the schedule like which games are on MLS season pass, like exclusively, mm-hmm. and then which games are on Apple TV plus. So you could even plan around that if you if you had to, like if if you were just an Apple TV subscriber, but not a you know season pass, MLS season pass subscriber. So there's still like some viewers, I think that they that are casual that you might they might make some new fans with. Just oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And for since sure. Apple's so big, like you know there's there's a decent there's a decent chance like the audience is there like you know the opportunity to grow from it oh absolutely yeah
0: yeah and then for those who maybe not necessarily are 100% willing to make the plunge just yet my understanding was uh some games are going to be on uh fox and espn anyways so you're you're still going to be able to watch them on your regular cable channels or even just uh streaming through like a tv streaming service like hulu or youtube tv so yeah, I think it, it, MLS will be accessible and uh, for the most part, I think it's actually very easy to access and use uh, Apple TV, even if you're not necessarily an Apple user, because I'm not to be honest, but uh, yeah. my, my, my Google smart TV can easily access the, the Apple TV app. No, no problems.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's funny because yeah, like I wasn't I was an Apple TV uh, plus subscriber before this, mm-hmm. but I actually got uh, I mean, since I'm an MLS fan, I'm like, okay, there's a one they have, it's like what 99 for the season. If you're not an Apple TV subscriber mm-hmm. and then 79, like 20 bucks less, like for a subscriber. But um, for me, I, I got, I just got an Apple TV trial. Um, like a it was a three month trial and um, anyhow, you're able to get the subscriber price for the one time payment deal as a trial member. So yeah, like after after the trial ends for Apple for Apple TV, I probably won't even renew it. But at that point, I already have MLS season pass paid for for the year. So um, I guess that's a, that's sort of a little workaround.
0: <laughs> OK, very cool. Very cool. So, yeah, it sounds like from from just our uh, perspective, So you just get the sample size of just you and me, Tim. Uh, we're definitely absolutely for it. <laughs> Uh, I would be curious to hear if there's any longtime MLS fans who don't particularly like this deal. But uh, I, I think this is the the landscape that sports is taking. And it wouldn't surprise me if in the next couple of years, uh, the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, that all of them make a deal with some type of uh, streaming content, like whether it's Apple or, or Amazon Prime, or even do it themselves, avoid the middleman and
1: just like broadcast the games themselves through streaming. Yeah, I mean, I've got. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious what overall what everyone thinks. Really, um I've got my brother's got a got a buddy who's also a Galaxy fan. Mm-hmm. He's not. A, he's not a fan of the idea, but that's because he's. I don't know. I think he watches a little Premier League and a little bit of MLS, and so he. Li- so anyhow, his his access to Galaxy games is through his. You know, I think he lives with his parents, so mm-hmm. he's got. So anyhow his dad has a you know traditional cable package and he's got access to all the games through those methods so i I think just the idea of paying for a separate fee he didn't care for but i mean really when you think about it you'll have to pay like everybody pays whether if you're going to watch the game you'll have to pay one way or another so i don't know i guess it's just a matter of if you're willing to pay a separate fee or not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I, I did like the fact that it was announced that this, the fee was going to be pretty minimal. So if you just pay monthly, like I am right now, it's only at 12 or 11 99 per month, which yeah, is right, right on par with what you would pay for any streaming service, really, whether it's HBO max or whatever it is, Netflix, uh, in yeah. fact, some cases even a little bit cheaper. So.
1: Yeah. And I also like I, what I really liked about it too. I'm not sure if you're going to jump to it or not, but, but, the the second audio feed. I don't know. Where, did you have a chance to catch? Oh no! Tech- yeah.
0: Thank you for giving me the heads up about last night's game. Unfortunately, because of uh, prior commitments, I wasn't able to watch it. So I definitely oh, am right. really excited to actually sit down and watch how a game is broadcast.
1: Yeah. So they've got. Yeah. So I checked it out a lot. Or, um, well, I mean, again, one of the nice things about it is that if you tune in late, um, which I did, I, I tuned in about a half hour after the game started because. Um, For those who don't know the first game of the season of the MLS season is next Saturday, Mm -hmm. but they had a few last friendly games of the preseason that were this Saturday, you know, yesterday. Um, So anyhow, we, I caught galaxy's game yesterday. It was our last preseason game. And I think Apple, Apple wanted to do a little test run on, you know, the streaming. So they did, you know, they showed a few of the games, a few of the practice games yesterday on the service, but Overall, yeah, I think it's pretty good. I really like, um, if you tune in, you know, you can you can either watch from the beginning or watch live, you know. Just having that option up front is really nice. And you also get the option up front even before you tune in, whether or not you want to watch uh, kind of the, like, Apple TV's coverage, like, their main coverage with the main studio. But they also give, like, each of the club teams, like Galaxy, like, an option to have like a radio feed or just like an alternative feed with local, with our local broadcast teams who probably would have, you know, been working prior to the Apple deal. Uh, You know, it allows them to continue doing their job. And so anyhow, yeah, they had, they had the alternate feed for yesterday's game and Joe Titino uh, who's been the, you know, one of galaxy's game announcers, I think since their inception, I believe so. Yeah. 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 I think since 96, I think he's been there the whole time. Um, Yeah. Anyhow, he did the alt, the alt feed on Apple TV. And I really like that because it gave, I don't know, it gave, it gives you an opportunity to keep that local coverage, you know, the having an announcer who, who actually knows like the team in depth, not just, you know, someone who's covering it from a studio who may or may not know, you know, a particular team that well, even though they're, you know, announcing a game for it or you know talking about a game. Um so I don't know. That that's a great feature that I really liked. And um yeah uh it was a little rough. I mean for their first broadcast they were having a few audio issues, but I guess that's what the test runs for. I, I'm sure they'll get that ironed out before no time. Um so before awesome. next week hopefully. Yeah. yeah but yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a it was a great yeah I think the app the app worked Work great so far yeah it might be um it might be a little a little plain looking compared to like espn or like another channel that has like advertisements like popping up like all over the screen like in the top left or Mm -hmm. on the bottom but uh uh, because they don't have any like advertisements on the screen really they have a few commercials but uh um like before the game starts but other than that um yeah, it's it's a little it's, it looks a little bare bones, but in a way, it's like cleaner that way. So, um, but yeah, I'm a fan.
0: <laughs> oh, awesome! That sounds really cool. I'm I'm really excited to try out that extra feed. Uh, one other point that I wanted to just bring up, uh, again, just how awesome that that concept is that you can actually catch the the feed uh, or broadcasting feed that you really want is that for the Dodgers, uh, when I cut the cable cord, when Allison I cut the cable cord, we would get we got Hulu and we mm-hmm. would get a. Uh, uh, Fox Sports San Diego so we would get notification oh, yeah. hey the Dodgers are playing the Padres in San Diego if you want to watch their feed and I would watch it and it would just be so irritating because the San Diego announcers are horrible homers <laughs> <laughs> like you can tell they absolutely hate the Dodgers so as yeah. a fan I was just like this is garbage I don't want to listen to those guys so the fact that yeah. you can actually listen to the guys you want to listen to like Joe Totino and Kobe Jones would be perfect
1: so I, yeah. I really love that yeah no it's it's yeah i think it's absolutely essential honestly like to keep like the core fans like appeased <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely
0: uh was there anything else with uh, the the deal with apple tv and mls that you wanted
1: to bring up um yeah i do like oh sure go for it no yeah just a little bit like and it is cool too like every game has a has a pre-game show and every game also has a post-game show so they still like include that um you know some Some coverage and analysis there um but uh yeah overall that's that's it i mean so far i like what i see we've got some good content um so it's pretty promising okay very cool that's
0: uh very exciting so everyone you know if you're interested sign up a uh, huge slate of games coming for this coming uh, Saturday for just the season opener for Major League Soccer, including the, the Galaxy versus some other like uh, lane teams uh, who I guess are the champions, whatever, but yeah. <laughs> at the Rose Bowl. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I want to go ahead and jump into Galaxy news because this is actually going to be really important to talk about, particularly some of the, the not so good things that have been going on with the team. So I'm, I'm assuming, Tim, that you're well familiar with uh, the sanctions that happened that were levied against the team at the end of last year, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, Yes, that is very, very, I mean, in a word, unfortunate for the team.
0: (laughs) So uh, I'll I'll clue in the the listeners, because, again, the majority of you listening probably aren't hardcore Galaxy fans like Tim and I. You may not know exactly what happened, but basically for Major League Soccer teams, they have uh, what's called a designated player. That you can actually give just a, a small percentage of their salary count against the cap. And for those who don't know, a salary cap is basically set in place to not overpay players so that everyone can be competitive together. Say like the, the L.A. or New York markets who theoretically those managers would have more money. They can't just buy out all the best players. And then like the smaller markets like RSL can't compete. So they have a salary cap in order to make it fair that there's parity within the league uh and then you can hire or you can i'm sorry sign these really big european players where only a tiny portion of their salary counts against the cap but apparently what happened was the galaxy had signed uh a player by the name of christian Pavon, who was a really great player i was excited when he was playing for the team but apparently his salary should have meant that he should have counted as a designated player and the most you can have on one team is three which meant when when they signed Pavon, they technically had four so uh, word came out, which is kind of weird, because this, he played for the Galaxy in 2019, but we only just heard about it la- late last year, that apparently yeah. the Galaxy's front office management had been doing some uh, uh, shady, underhanded stuff with their books. Uh, so the, t- the team was fined heavily. Uh, uh, Chris Klein, who's been serving as the team uh, president for, for a number of years now, and actually he's kind of gotten a really bad reputation with fans. Uh, he's uh, uh, banned from doing any uh, dealings with the team, as far as I know. And then also, they're also banned from being able to do any uh, signings of international players for the transfer window this coming summer. So there's some really big sanctions against the team. And there's some really big controversy surrounding Chris Klein and some of the other parties involved, but they're not with the team anymore. So it's kind of falling mostly on Klein. But then the Galaxy actually rehired him as their their team president. And there's actually right now a huge boycott going on with uh, the supporters groups The hardcore fans who absolutely want Klein out Uh, and it might give an ugly look when the Galaxy play LAFC this coming Saturday because it's supposed to be uh, a home game for the Galaxy, but it might actually look it's more skewed in favor of LAFC, given the fact that they just won MLS Cup and the fact that uh, the fans of the Galaxy are protesting uh Klein's rehiring as the president so I, I was curious what your thoughts were tim what did you think of when you heard about the whole thing going on with the sanctions against the galaxy and the rehiring of chris klein
1: yeah i mean so it yeah it, it was it's it, it isn't it was not a good situation i mean because i mean first off like yeah i mean to to hear that your team had like you know, was guilty of essentially like cheating. You know mm-hmm. that particular year. You know, breaking salary cap rules. Hire, get essentially getting a fourth DP who wasn't officially a fourth DP. And so, I mean, losing the summer transfer window. Um, I mean, for those that would recall last season, the summer transfer window was really what saved Galaxy season mm-hmm. um, because we made two major signings that that window. It was Ricky Pouge. From Barcelona, from FC Barcelona, from Europe, one of the biggest teams in La Liga. You know, he came from that team, from their academy. He was on the, he played for the first team for, for you know, here and there over the few, over a course of a few years. But anyhow, like he wasn't, he wasn't necessarily good enough for Barcelona's first team all the time. But to come here, you know, and play in MLS, it's huge because, like, mm-hmm. you know, for someone who's like raised in the Barcelona academy since their youth. To get some, a player of that caliber is huge, and we got him in the summer transfer window, you know, last year. And we got him. We got Gaston Brugman, uh, also another international player. I think, gosh, I forgot what team. But he, I think he was playing in Italy. If I was, if I'm not mistaken, but yeah, he, he's a South American international team player. I forgot for which country, but that was another. Anyhow. Him and Ricky Puj, Gaston Bergman and Ricky Pouge made a huge, huge impact from last, yet yeah, last year's summer summer signing. And so, for us to get, you know, to get in trouble, first off, for for you know breaking salary rules a few years ago, that just first off, that looks bad. Mm-hmm. And then getting hit with no summer transfer window. No international players, at least we're still able. We're still able to sign MLS or domestic players from Canada or the U.S., but not being able to sign any other players from other countries is a huge blow. Because um, that's pretty much what turned our season around last year. I mean, we were we were really going through quite a bit of a slump. But I mean, getting Ricky Pooch and Gus Somburgman made a huge difference. And I mean, theoretically, you'd you we we'd want that advantage this year again, at least the opportunity to bring in great players like them yeah that for the season so that only left this initial transfer window you know before you know the first transfer window i mean i think the european deadline ended the, like a few weeks ago i think late i don't remember i think it was late january was it or it was. And,
0: and that's going to come up in uh, later news with Juliana Araujo. So we'll, we'll, come back to that.
1: All yeah. oh, right, Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, it's just the fact that we only had the opportunity to sign European players in the very beginning before the season, before the season even started. And then now we can't even sign, you know, them in the summer. That just really sucks. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And I mean, yeah, when it comes to Chris Klein and the supporters groups, um, I'm all about it personally protesting him. I mean, like the way I see it, he's been the president of LA galaxy for since 2014. Right. I think yeah, yeah. since, so that was the last year that galaxy won an MLS championship mm-hmm. was, it, it was the first year that came on and really, you know, the, 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 the championship team that won that year, as I understand it, like a lot of that, a, lo- a lot of the structure that allowed them to be able to win that year was already kind of set in place before Chris came on board. So anyhow, you know, the first year he was with the, with our team, sure. They won MLS cup, but for the next like almost decade, we haven't won any MLS cups. We haven't, you know, we haven't even made the playoffs for, for a number of years, these last few years. Um, so I don't know and like and it it's a, it's actually I heard it's unprecedented. I don't think a team in 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 MLS has had uh you know a team president for that long. Uh at least that was my understanding what I heard. So well especially if honestly, the team is underperforming like the Galaxy have this past decade. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So I mean like honestly there's there's no reason why I don't know. I mean, other than money, I guess, but like, (laughs) like, like, yeah, I mean the the team just hasn't been that successful under his tenure. And honestly, like that's sort of why it's, it's sort of like bringing in new players, you know, you may love a certain team, you know, a certain, a certain year's lineup, but every year you're going to expect turnover, you know, player turnover. Some people are going to come in, some people are going to come out. And like, so that goes the same for honestly any any club leadership i believe like from presidency coaches you could expect to change you know faces every few years and especially when there hasn't been much success under you know a certain leadership you would hope that the team would you know maybe not sign additional contracts with that individual so yeah, the the team re-signing Chris Klein at the you know the end of last year for another multi-year extension, from what I understand, is a bit of a, a slap in the face um, to supporters. I mean, they haven't you know during the tenure news hasn't been really that forthcoming from the club under his leadership. So I don't know. There's just there's a lot of issues. I've personally ha- like. Have seen under Chris Klein's leadership so yeah I mean it's it's a little sad and the fact that he cheated and he got us into this predicament where we can't even have an international summer signing window it's I don't know it's it's all bad you know (laughs) like so I, I yeah and and so like when it comes to supporters groups like boycotting Klein you know hashtag Klein out and like you know boycotting the games and you know, all that stuff, you know, that's just, you know, the way I see it, that's just fan reaction. You know, that's, that's some of our biggest fans reacting to what's happening around our team. So, you know, I don't know. I I'd say it's, it's expected really. I mean, for hardcore fans, for, for fans of the team, you, you just want better. So, you know, if you have to do something about it, I mean, as a, as a, as a fan what are you going to do i mean there's not much you can do except for boycott maybe not buy game you know not buy jerseys not go to games just to send a message and and so like to have it be to have to go into our first game of the season um you know against last year's mls cup winning team i know but it's really you know to going into a, a big game like that and it's it's against LAFC for those who don't know, you know, the, the other team in LA, the other MLS team in LA, um, you know, it's a derby. It's like the most exciting game of the year. And for us to be going through, you know, a fan boycott and we know that there's going to be empty seats in the fan section. It's, it's a little painful, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I've got mixed feelings. Like it'd be nice for like us, like to, to show up for, for a game like that. But at the same time, like the club needs to know that, you know, we're not happy with all the decisions that are occurring, especially re-signing someone who hasn't been successful at his job and who breaks league rules, you know, that gets our team in trouble and essentially handicaps our season. You know, it's, it's just not ideal. <laughs> no, perfect. Well, well
0: said, Tim. Absolutely agree with you. Uh, I listened to a podcast uh, about the LA Galaxy called Corner of the Galaxy, and on that particular show, they, they interviewed a, a writer for the L.A. Times, a gentleman by the name of Kevin Baxter. And he had mentioned on that show that I guess a supp- a supposedly, allegedly, we don't know, because as you mentioned, the Galaxy hasn't really been forthright and upcoming about, hey, what's Klein actually doing? But apparently the Galaxy had one of the best financial years ever last year under Chris Klein. So I think that was maybe the main catalyst for keeping them on despite everything that went on. And allegedly, the, they, they mentioned on the podcast that uh, Galaxy Management met with some of the leaders from the various uh, supporters groups. So Galaxians, uh, L.A. Riot Squad, uh, Angel City Brigade. And I, I just found out that I guess there's two more. I didn't know that there was like five. Apparently, I thought there's just three uh, supporters groups. But
1: they, yeah, they met with like-
0: them and I guess they even talked about it and said, hey, uh, Klein is really just going to be in charge of like the financial side of things now. Whereas uh, the current head coach, Greg Vanney, is going to be the one who's doing all team operations. If that were the case, and yeah, I can see things moving better this year. And again, the, the team we've, we've picked up and put together, like you mentioned, with uh, Ricky Pouge and uh, Gaston Rugman, it's like it's really enticing and exciting to watch this team. But at the same time, I can understand fans' anger and frustration over the fact that uh, uh, a guy who hasn't been performing at all is being rewarded which doesn't make any sense. And if if he is, in fact, uh, responsible for the huge influx of uh, financial gain the team's gone through, it'd be nice if the team would actually let the fans know this is what he's been doing well and this is why we're keeping him as opposed to kind of keeping everybody in the dark.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, the whole thing is just... Like, that's interesting. I Okay, so I also listen to Corner of the Galaxy. Oh, I didn't. Okay, okay, that's good to hear. Yeah, awesome (laughs) podcast. I mean, really, they have, like, the most concise coverage on the yeah. team on yeah. like week in week out. So I definitely, I didn't, I didn't know. I was, I was always curious if you listened to them. So oh, yeah, yeah, I absolutely do. Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, if, if they do like segregate his duties where it's like, okay, Chris will not be in charge of team duties. That's good news. Um <laughs> That's good news. But yeah. And, and then, but on the other hand, it's like he is being rewarded with this job. That's, I mean, as, as a club president, like, president of la galaxy you would i would hope that the president would have more responsibilities than just monetary decisions and yeah you know jersey sales so like it's 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 nice in theory but at the same time it's like i don't know we we should have a president that that can i don't know like that 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 should be at least involved in all aspects or at least be able to be involved in all aspects of the team so I don't know. Yeah, if, if that's their reasoning or if that's their way of, of sort of patching up and trying to make it OK, then I can see how they I can I can see I can see, you know, the arguments for that. But also at the same time, I, that's not really a great solution either in my eyes. Um, and I know a lot of the hardcore fans and the supporters groups aren't going to be happy, you know, aren't happy about mm-hmm. that so,
0: <laughs> oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh so one other thing I wanted to bring up that it's interesting that ESPN wrote an article about it. Um uh, and what they were suggesting was uh, they're basically suggesting that the the supporters groups and LA Galaxy front management are basically playing a game of chicken. And they're speculating that the the LA Galaxy's front man- front, front office management are going to win this thing. That the supporters are eventually going to cave and and uh go from there but I mean it seems to me based on the opinions I've read online there's some people that are really really passionate about this uh, uh, boycotting that they absolutely feel like their voices have to be heard in order for things to change Uh, I I 100% support uh, support, uh, protesting with your wallet and it's just really unfortunate that all this would occur right now as the, the season's about to kick off with this new awesome deal with Apple so so many people can stream the games and watch it in uh, particularly this game that's going to be at the Rose Bowl. So, you know, the Galaxy's old stomping ground. So uh, I know they would want to have the best TV coverage they possibly can. But again, like you mentioned, I think it's going to look uh, uh, not, not so nice this coming Saturday, yeah. even though I am absolutely going to be tuning in.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would expect them to make less crowd coverage shots. You know, if there's going to be some empty sections, we'll probably see a little less Less crowd coverage, I I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Well, we can always see with good.
0: sports is that if, if uh win, winning kills everything. So if the galaxy start winning, they're they're at the top of the league and they're actually uh putting on like the best, not just one of the uh I mean, just barely eking by, which has kind of been the case for the galaxy in years past. But if they're actually contenders for the supporter shield, I think uh fans will ease off. Uh, but again, there could be a certain percentage of fans who absolutely are dead set. We're not coming back until Klein's gone. so we'll yeah. we'll see what happens,
1: yeah. I mean yeah, we'll we'll see. i i support I support boy, you know, anyone who's boycotting, but I would also probably I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know the, the, if the if the front office of the team wins this game of chicken because, yeah, I mean, our. You know, our biggest fans, arguably, you know, many of them are are probably also likely fans from those supporters groups who are, uh, you know, who who are not, who are boycotting the games, but who really knows how long they can keep it up if, you know, if, you know, they're the the biggest fans. So, Mm -hmm. you know, people like going to games, so it wouldn't be surprising for people to start going to games again after a little while, because that's just sort of a natural, you know. You can expect that.
0: <laughs> Yo, absolutely, yeah. And then Allison's really excited to get to go. I mean, last year we just went to one game. Uh, we definitely want to go to more, and we want to bring our kids as well too. So, uh, yeah. again, like I guess I, I I support everybody. Support, uh, uh boycotting if they want to. I support you, but I kind of don't want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but again, I, I hope that doesn't mean I'm just like uh, just caving in because again, I, I'm also really upset about Chris Klein. And if I if it were up to me, if I were the president of uh, uh, AEG, the the ownership. Group for the galaxy. I would have let him go as soon as the the sanctions were uh, were
1: announced. So, yeah, I mean, and it because I mean that's I mean all you need all they need is a reason. And what what bigger what bigger reason do you could you? I mean that's the biggest argument right there. Is like oh he cheated and like you know he failed his job in this aspect. He cheated. He broke league rules. Now the team's paying for it. I mean, that's a good, that's generally, that's a good reason to fire someone or at least reprimand somebody Mm -hmm. over something. So like, yeah, it's just, it's not a good look.
0: Yeah, yeah. But actually before we yeah, before we wrap up, though, I do want to talk about some positive things, so we can move away from the negative <laughs> things, but uh, yeah. there is some cool positive stuff that actually happened this past week with the team, and then just, just how excited I am for the season to finally start. Uh, yeah. So they wrapped up their preseason, as, as Tim had mentioned. They've done a couple of friendly games uh, in the Coachella Valley, which is pretty cool. One of these days, I think I'm going to try and get Allison and the kids to actually go check out a preseason game in Coachella. I
1: think that'd be really fun. Yeah, if they continue doing that, that'd be a lot of fun. We, we really try, we wanted to catch one this year, or one of the games this year too, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it is a little far for yeah, you know. But it'd be really nice. Yeah, just get one of the nice hotels that they
0: have out there because they obviously for the Coachella music festival, they have tons of really good hotels out there for people who want. Uh they they signed Tyler Boyd or at least it's a weird kind of in limbo situation, right? So he he's officially he signed to the team but he can't play just yet because of some thing going on with his
1: previous club in Turkey. Is that right? that's what I understand. That's what I I heard. It has to do something with his like international transfer ticket or something like that. Um, I mean, yeah, he was able, he was able to play in the, in the preseason game, Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, but again, the season hasn't started. So he was probably allowed to do that because it's not really official. Um, but yeah, yeah. Exciting. He, he is exactly what we need right now because galaxy needs wingers right now. So, um, Yeah, Um, I don't know. How do you feel about his signing so far? Oh, I I
0: love it. I think it's a great signing. You know, great uh, international uh, American who's been playing internationally abroad. And I think he's going to be a fantastic for the team. I just hope they get everything worked out so that he can start playing uh, right away for legally for for Saturday's game. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely a player to keep an eye on this season, I think. Uh, And then uh, this this past week on the 16th, uh, the Galaxy unveiled their new kit, which looks pretty cool, I think. It actually took a, a... a page from the, the Los Angeles city flag, which is really cool. So it's that same color design of like the dark green, uh, orange, and yellow, if I'm not mistaken. those yeah. colors. It, yeah. it looks pretty cool. I actually thought it was a, a cool design for a kit. But I know for soccer kits, like so many get released, it's really hard to keep track and buy them all. <laughs> but I was right. curious. What, what did you think? I think the new, new kit looks pretty cool. But uh, is it one I'll put in into my closet? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But
1: yeah yeah i thought i think it looks pretty cool i i do like i can always appreciate when they they take a little page out of history and (laughs) you know so for using the colors of the los angeles you know flag is you know i think it's a good move (laughs) you know It, it makes us local it makes us um yeah i mean it's got that It's got that local, it itches that local, it scratches the itch of the local flavor, if you will. Um, But yeah, it looks good. I think it looks pretty clean. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Very good. And then uh, Julian Araujo. So I I
0: promised you we're going to come back to this. So uh, Mm -hmm. really exciting that he he finally got everything worked out to get transferred to, to Barcelona, which is really fantastic and great. But there was a little bit of drama leading up to it. So apparently, I don't know what exactly happened. Who was at fault? But uh, he was lost in Nimble, where the Galaxy and Barcelona agreed to the terms to have him transferred, but something not quite white went through. So for a brief moment, he wasn't part of either team.
1: Was that right? Yeah, that's what that was my understanding. And then I think they later clarified that, like that, the transfer went through, but but him getting signed to Barcelona wasn't didn't quite go through, or something like that. Uh Um, And I don't know. So. Yeah, I, I am. I am glad that, that it's officially gone through that he's that he is signed. But I don't know. Did you hear minor saying is that he's not able to play with the first team until this summer?
0: I think, I, think I, that could be correct. Yeah, because of how like, the transfer went down. It's just a, a unfortunate and unusual. But uh, when I heard the news, I was actually really, really excited. It's, it's kind of interesting, even though I, this whole time I thought he was really good. I didn't really consider him to be uh, Barcelona good. But, uh, and he may not get that many first team minutes, but it's still just really exciting and really encouraging to see that a local kid from LA uh, was able to develop his game here and eventually get sold to Barcelona, which is absolutely fantastic. So all the best to him. I I hope he has a fantastic career. I hope he does make the first team. Uh, And when he's older, I mean, he'll come back to come back to the galaxy and uh, and yeah, come back home.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I think, I think it's great. I mean, he was my personal favorite on the two. Well, I've got two. I've got Chicharito and I've got Julian. They're they're huh. my top two favorites. But yeah, Julian getting 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 transferred to Barcelona and going through LA Galaxy's academy and MLS. I mean, it's just a success story. You know, it's an MLS success story. It's a it's a team success story. I mean, in order to raise you know a player to that to be able to play at a caliber where they're interested in, and they're bringing him into a a club like. Barcelona is is huge so yeah I mean all the best to Julian I think it'll I think it'll be great yeah yeah definitely definitely
0: uh well that's pretty much all the talking points I had for tonight was there anything else you wanted to bring up with either the the major league soccer deal
1: with Apple or the how Galaxy is looking for this year um yeah not 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 too much more to say about that I think it's great I think Galaxy for the most part is 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 is, is zoom pretty good I think I mean, what we've got two or three DP slots now, right? I mean, we've got Chicharito, we've got Douglas Chicharito Costa. and Douglas Costa. The, the Galaxy did uh, uh, transfer uh,
0: uh, Kevin Cabral Kevin to Cabral Colorado, so to yeah, Colorado. I'm kind of glad that he's gone. But
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was an interesting experiment, but it uh-huh. didn't it didn't work out. So yeah. yeah, I'm looking. I mean, yeah, the team's looking good. They still have got some room, uh, or they, they still need they still need a few more signings for sure. Wingers is what we really need, I think. Most people know that, especially losing Julian being like a wing back defensive player yeah. who moves up on the flank to, to wing in. Uh, yeah, like that's just, losing a player like him just makes it m- even more important that we find that we sign some wingers because, you know, we lost a few people in the midfield. This transfer window, we brought in a few, but not necessarily wingers. So, I mean, Tyler Boyd's good, um, mm-hmm. uh, but if we get a DP winger, I think like this team will really be set. Um, oh, yeah
0: yeah uh but again the, the clock's ticking though so i mean if we want to get yeah. a, a great international guy we had a
1: we got a, a few more weeks left to apparently make that happen yeah yeah i heard that i I did hear that we are getting supposedly getting a replacement from brazilian team for right back though oh really i just oh, heard that okay. today so okay uh according to the to the rumor mail on instagram though so so we'll see but um but yeah i think we're it's like a 20 year old player from like Fluminense or some one of those teams in, in Brazil. Um, but uh, 20 years old, it'll be a U twenty two signing, you know, one of those young player signings mm-hmm. for rules and MLS. But um yeah, I don't know. Overall, yeah, I think the team's looking good. I'm very excited for next Saturday, first game of the year. It should be good. You know, there's still a few these few spots we need to shore up, but you know, I think it'll come. I think it'll come. And oh, the yeah, team yeah. overall is looking, looking really good. Gaston Bergman, Ricky Puj, Chicharito, you know, we've really got the potential to to do well again this year. So. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: One more name I just wanted to bring up just because we haven't mentioned them yet would be uh, Dejan jo- Jovalich. I mean, the guy's just, amazing. Yes. Uh, he just, uh, he's able to score goals with only maybe like coming in with like the last like five minutes or 10 minutes of the game. So if they can somehow work it out where both him and Chitavito can coexist and be on the field at the same time, I mean, technically they're a like for like player play the exact same position, but they, I mean, uh, Greg Vanney's made the work a couple, couple times last season where they
1: both started together. So
0: we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I, I definitely want to see more of him this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think he's definitely, yeah, I think he's got, he's got a huge role to play. And mm-hmm. like you said, like he's been killer off the bench. Like, I think he's got some of the best stats for like, you know, off the bench players, I believe, like, oh, yeah, he broke a a few records last year, I think, for like making the most amount of goals and like the lowest amount of minutes as a sub. Like, yeah, anyhow, the guy's pretty crazy. Yeah, Yeah, Serbian international player. Yeah, he's exciting to watch. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I'm, I'm excited for Saturday and I'm excited for the whole season. I mean, just because it's back, obviously, I'm always excited when Major League Soccer comes back. But then also yeah. the fact that this, uh, the deal went through with Apple TV and that the fact that we can watch every single game whenever we want, uh, no yeah. lockouts, it's just fantastic.
1: You don't have to worry about, you know, what channel it's on you. Just yeah. <laughs> open the app, you know, you know what time it is. Okay. Let's go to the app and boom. There we go. Very simple. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah well there's nothing else for tonight let's go ahead and wrap up but uh tim thank you so much for joining me tonight to chat at ellie galaxy i definitely want to have you on again uh we'll see how the team's doing later this summer i think that'd be a good time to jump back in and talk about uh LA galaxy soccer yeah for sure yeah thanks for having me on albert yeah it was a lot of fun oh you're welcome and uh, give my regards to denise and your, your family i hope everyone's doing well all right you, your family is all say hi to alice okay. okay you've been listening to the Casting for fun podcast thanks everybody